0: LifeWay Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network.
1: G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Now, uh, Derek... People are saying they want to find out more about you. That's that's been the what that's people, been the feedback. What people are saying this? Uh, have you you know in your distant you know ministry you know full time ministry past? Mm. Did you do an apprenticeship?
2: I actually no, I didn't, and I'd prefer to keep an ear of mystery about myself on uh, on air <laughs> rather than let people know what I'm actually like. So let's leave it at that. But no, I didn't know. But I did have apprentices. So uh, what we're talking about today is something I'm pretty passionate about.
1: Excellent. Well, the one thing, as always, is brought to you with thanks to the Geneva Push, the Australian Church Playing Network, and we're also part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. We always would encourage you to check out our network page, and you can see a whole bunch of other quality Christian podcasts. But for now, you've pressed play on this episode about creating a
2: culture of traineeships. Uh, well, we're here with Paul Sheely, uh who's the pastor at uh, Albury Network of Churches, I think it's called. gay okay, Paul. It is. Hi, guys. Great. And his apprentice, uh, Paul, uh, Neil, Neil Arinona. Hi. Who I've just been told you're a Viking.
3: That is correct. I am of Norwegian heritage. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Apparently, there's two types of Vikings, though. One were violent and one weren't. The Norwegians, apparently, were they the violent ones or not?
3: Yeah, that would be correct.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's see how this uh, podcast goes. Anyway, we're talking to Paul and who Neil, who's his apprentice at um, Albury, and we're going to be digging in today about apprenticeships and what they're like, what you should be looking for, what the challenges are. And we're going to be picking the brains of these guys and hearing their story about how that's worked. Now, Neil, I'm really keen to hear. Um, you just let me paint the picture. Neil
1: Neil's a mature apprentice. You know, most of our expectations is an apprentice is sort of 22, they're young, they're fresh-faced. Um, ha- how did you get in to doing an apprenticeship at uh, at
3: Albu Uh Yeah, well, that's, that's a good question. It's a little bit of a, a long story, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Um, I myself have only been a Christian for about three years, so 2016 I became a Christian. Uh, in 2018 I was studying to become a chaplain, so I was doing chaplaincy and pastoral care studies as well as working full-time. Um, but about halfway through the studies of doing the chaplaincy stuff. I realised we hadn't opened the Bible once. We hadn't talked about how do we use Jesus to to essentially help people and whatnot. So I went, maybe this isn't where I wanted to be because I, I originally had my heart set on being a sports chaplain, sort of my rugby career is fairly well finished. So I thought I'd try and find some other ways to be involved and chaplaincy was, I thought was the best step. So I could, you know, love the sport of rugby, love Jesus, put them together and hey, we we're on the winner. But... Mm. Uh, yeah, but it turned out the chaplaincy studies weren't giving me what I wanted, so I had to explore other avenues. Um, so I looked around. There's not no aside from going to Bible College. I thought, well, no, that's, that's a massive step. I don't think we'll be doing that just yet. Um, and yeah, looked around. There was not a whole lot that I could sort of jump into. So uh, lucky enough for me in in Aubrey, there was uh, three people that had gone through the the MTS Metro program before. So I was lucky enough to. Sit down with those guys, have a chat, and talk about what they did and how it was for them and what they went so, through.
1: So that's really helpful. It was helpful to see there was a pathway. There are other people that were there. Paul, bringing yeah. you on this, you're you're watching this happen. You're probably seeing Neil make the decision to do Chaplaincy and thinking ah, oh, or thinking oh, I know this is great. You know, he's a, he's a young Christian boy, uh, really getting gripped by the gospel and taking things on. Uh, well, yeah, tell tell us what what are you thinking from the you know from the other side?
0: Yeah, so. Um, Fr- Fridge, who's also, Neil's also known as Fridge. If you could see him, you'd know why. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, Fridge is on this like, incredible journey the Lord's taking him on. And so I knew he was doing chaplaincy. Um, he was being discipled by some guys in our church. But when he came to me and said, oh, I'm wondering about MTS, my first thought was, oh, that hadn't occurred to me. Um, it was early on. But I could just see what the Lord was doing, and thinking you, sometimes you just want to take a risk. And we talked about it. We started meeting together, read the Bible, um, and we just pursued it. And I've I just think uh, Neil's on this trajectory, which I don't know where he's going to land. But it's just really exciting to be, I'm along for the ride, really, to see what the Lord's doing in his life. So it's great. And Fridge,
2: you're, Fridge is not the first trainer yet you've had. No, he's been. my eighth apprentice. Eighth apprentice. Mm. Talk to us about that that culture. Of apprenticeships you've had, and how do you build that?
0: Yeah, well, I um, sometimes people ask me that. I don't think you actually set out to create a culture in which you um, have apprentices. I think you create a culture in which training is just a natural part of what you do as church. And I just love walking beside people and raising the bar for them and helping them to think more deeply, more clearly about what Jesus might have for them in their life. And I think as you do that intentionally with lots of people. Um, People uh, apprentices just start to bubble up to the surface. Really, and you just take the next step. So, I think we've always been really um, clear and intentional about training people in the gospel, and people that have just emerged. and you think you, know, you want to keep them on the next step, and so let's let's do an apprenticeship together.
1: So, uh, so what does that look like um, to have a culture of training? Yeah, you know, so what are some of the things that you're intentional about? You know, to build that.
0: Yeah. So for me, I'm. Uh, I'm just always on the lookout, uh, particularly for young blokes who are wanting to do things for Jesus, and I want to walk beside them, meet with them to read the Bible and pray. I want to keep helping them take risks for Jesus. That's just a natural part of ministry life for me, which I just find thrilling personally. And then we've always we want to have uh, sort of training programs, formal sort of training programs running all the time, but I think a lot of it is that organic stuff. Yeah.
1: Now we're going to put a pin in the conversation and go to the toolbox and I, I do want to come back to after the break just talking with Paul about how, how he helps young, you know, young and old guys uh, you know, make, the, make the transition into apprenticeship. Uh, so the toolbox, I do want to hear from Paul as well on this but my three sort of must-have resources Uh, for training apprenticeships well there's an episode of the one thing where we talk with uh, the mts national director ben farlett and the training director eric thurston uh, where they talk about setting up apprenticeships and and creating this culture that's a great one to dip into so look in the show notes for that Uh, mts ministry training strategy for those of you listening in um, overseas in the states it's an organization that's been around for the last 30 years really pouring into this area of actually helping churches have an apprenticeship culture look on mts.com.au. They've got some great resources uh, where you can get a whole whole bunch of uh, things to help you with your training program. The last thing is if you're in Australia, I'd encourage you to get along to a spur challenge or mission-minded conference. We'll put in the show notes as well, just a link to those events. They're a great conference where you can bring a potential apprentice or bring someone who's thinking about ministry to a larger gathering where people can ask their questions. They can see that there are other people like them who are thinking about this. And so I'd encourage you to uh, support that. Now, Paul, I'm I'm here. interested. What are, what are two resources that you have always used or regularly used with your
0: apprenticeships? Well, Mission Mind actually is compulsory. So, um, although Fridge hasn't, it all happened too quickly for Fridge the first time. But um, just for me and Margie, my wife, we always go to Mission Mind just to keep training on our agenda. It's just a, a brilliant um, yep. conference. I don't really have another go to resource because my training is always specific to The to the Apprentice. Um, so we'd always have a book we'd read through to make sure we're the whole, um, reading the whole Bible, um, biblical theology, that sort of resource. So the one by Vaughan Roberts, um, which I can't remember the name of it. God's Big Picture. God's is? Big Picture. Mm. That's it. Um, that would be one. For me personally, the Passing the Baton book is just a great resource in terms of just keeping my clarity of thinking about what I'm trying to do as a trainer.
2: Um, but yeah.
0: That's great. That's really helpful.
2: Can I? I do want to um, dig into uh, more what you do for training, but. This is for either of you guys. You can decide who answers this one. Um, what a the you guys have. You guys are how far from Sydney or Melbourne in Aubrey? It's about five and a half hours drive to Sydney. Yeah, okay. three hours to Melbourne. Okay. You better to come to Sydney. Um, Absolutely. But anyway, that's a long way from city. So unlike people who do apprenticeships in the city where they can just pop into a Bible college or go to a seminar in there, uh, it's quite different doing it, particularly as you guys decide post-traineeship what yeah. yep. you do. How does that impact Next steps and your thinking and training while you're doing it in the country. Oh well, it's it's really hard. We've our church has actually just in the last
0: two weeks sent two families to Sydney to go to Bible college, mm. and um, one has been my apprentice, and one was a guy I had invested in deeply. And it's just traumatic for them mm. to move to Sydney. That's a big thing. I become envious of churches in Sydney where they can, you know, their people can go to college and still be part of their church family. Mm. So there's uh, there's lots of costs. Um, there so it makes it it makes it hard it's a it's a weighty decision yeah
1: Mm -hmm. what would be helpful for those listening is what what is what does the two years look like you know so maybe paul you can map out
0: yeah so um uh the two years basically we think about it as the first year um uh neil is particularly the trainee and i just want to invest in him deeply uh I walk beside him, he walks beside me together so that we uh, we meet every week We for, for uh, two hours, we read the Bible, we pray, we wrestle with some stuff. Uh, MTS has the three Cs of character and conviction and competency, and I especially want to drill down into character as we want to grow in godliness. So we've been reading through Ephesians very slowly uh, together, and that's opened up all sorts of theological things to chat about as well as um, character issues. Uh, Neil's had the bar race for him in doing kids' ministry for the first time. So he's helped to start up a kids' club. He's been doing scripture teaching. This is all brand-new, terrifying stuff uh, for him. He's yeah. done stuff out the front of church. You've got to bear in mind, like, um, three years ago, I was leading Fridge through Christianity Explored. So this is um, mm. <laughs> this is all massive and, and exciting and great. Um, in the second year of the training, I want Fridge to begin to think of about, think about himself as a trainer as well as a trainee. Uh, And so that sort of shift happens. But uh, this year, one of the big things that Fridge will be doing for the first time is preaching a sermon. So we're working on that together um, now. And he'll be preaching at least twice um, this year. And we really want to work hard at keeping evangelism on the agenda. So my prayer always for my apprentices is the Lord might bless them that they have the privilege of leading at least one person to Christ over the two years of their apprenticeship. Uh, And we, we want to keep that on the agenda. Um, Fridge has got a fantastic opportunity this year, if he can talk about it, which... Uh, prison.
3: Oh, yeah, sorry. Um,
0: Fridge, you yeah. go to prison. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. you got yeah. really, <laughs> a captive audience, really. Yeah, just got everyone's attention. Congratulations. Um, uh, no, so I've just been presented with an opportunity to partner with uh, Prison Fellowship Australia, uh, and I'll be sort of going into Beechworth Prison and running a program called The Prisoner's Journey, uh, which is based on uh christianity explored Mm. so they want to try and run this program four times a year in the Beechworth prison so i've uh, met with richard feeney who's the head of prison fellowship victoria we've chatted and he said yep you're you're the right man for the job um and that all kicks off on the 6th of feb and we have uh seven inmates that are keen and ready to go for the first one so
1: it sounds it sounds like in what you've modeled there uh, or what you've talked about there, that there's a lot of trying new things, being pushed out at your comfort Sure, yeah. Out. But it's it's doing ministry together and reflecting on it. That, that's the bulk of what you're doing over those two years. Yeah, and that's the
0: key. So we're not employing uh, Fridge as a worker. We're investing in him as a trainee. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's he's taking lots of my time and it's my privilege to give it to him. Um, but yeah, we want to actually give... Uh, fridge the chance to try all sorts of different things, fail at some things, succeed at some things. And we we want to watch what the Lord might do in his life. So if you were to
2: give one thing, Paul, that you've learned all these years of, of raising up and sending out people, what's the one thing you want to be saying to other people about apprenticeships and traineeships?
0: I want to say it's the best thing I do um, as a pastor. And it's such a privilege to be able to walk closely with uh, another person, investing in them. And as much as I would hope to give to them, I get far more back. So um, it's a, it's just a thrill.
2: Hmm. Fridge, you get a crack at the one thing. If you had one thing you wanted to say to people
3: who are thinking about apprenticeships or traineeships, what would you say? Uh, I guess the one thing is just have a go, just jump in and do it. Uh, and the other thing is people are hard work, but they're definitely worth it.
2: Well, thanks for joining us, Paul. Thanks, Fridge, for joining us. It's been great to have you guys on. Um, Thank you. And we are looking forward to seeing what happens in this prison, uh, Fridge, in the next 12 months and what yeah. you decide to do. Really yeah, pray long. for revival in uh, Beechworth Prison. prison. Yeah. Amen. That'd be brilliant. Well, uh, that's it from us today. Well, well, it
1: is, but if you've liked what you've heard today, it'd be great if you would uh, like one of the episodes, pass it on to a friend. If you're in a church where there's not an apprenticeships culture, I reckon this is a great episode that, uh, flick across to you um, one of the ministry leaders and say, hey, you know, we need to start thinking about um, apprenticeships. Now, as always, I uh, just want to give a shout out to one of our uh, podcasts. Uh, have you listened to the 5LQ podcast with Todd Atkins recently? It's part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network's family. He interviews always interesting characters and I always love how uh, Todd, you know, really gets into the heart of, um, you know, of Christian leaders and their ministry. Uh, some great episodes, you'll always, uh, you'll always learn something. Uh, and you're, you're learning more about Todd every episode too, which is great. Uh, he's also recently done a, a book breakdown on the effective executive as well. So just look up five leadership questions on your favourite podcasting app and check it out today. I'm Scott Sanders.
2: And I'm Derek Hanna.
1: Chat soon.